Hey, Miss Red listeners, you guys, thank you so much for such a powerful dating series. Okay, so I want to recap for those that just may be new here. So, Miss Red started telling you guys about my dating series that happened a year ago, May of 2021. The episodes that you have been hearing about have been the individual guys that I have met. And I've been honest, transparent, only because I had to go from a flicker to a flame. Now, I want to say something. Um, This podcast is going to be um, a little more... uh, personal personal um i'm trying i'm I'm gonna try to not make it so hard for me because it means a lot to me um but i'll get there in a second but i do want to break this part down the reason why i started from a flicker to a flame is because relationships have always been passionate for me as you heard when i first kicked off um i watched my mom and my father display love that was not some worldly thing. I just seen two people who truly loved each other. And when I say that, I want to say this to this today's era. We are wanting relationships without the work. We are wanting relationships without transparency. We are wanting the relationships without dealing with trauma. We're wanting the relationships and keeping things hidden in the closet. We're wanting relationships and we're not being honest with ourselves first, not the other person, ourselves. We're wanting relationships and yet we don't even know if we really want a relationship. The reason why Miss Red is not on here saying to you, hey, don't date, don't get married, don't get in a relationship. You just might as well give up. The reason why I'm not telling you those things is because (laughs) I'm optimistic. And no matter what I have been through and yourself, whether you're single, you're dating, you're engaged, or even if you're married, you got to the position that you're in because you are fighting Is because you refuse to give up. But I promise you, if you are in a relationship right now, if you're married, it's because you looked at you first and dealt with that. And that's what Miss Red is going to do. That's how I know (laughs) I was able to go from a flicker to a flame. Winning is all I know. And winning is all I would do. So, From May, I told you about the guy I met who was really out of tune, out of relationship for a while. And the way we dated, you know, I came in strong gun ho. I'm not going to lie. I I came in busted. And, um, you know, he just couldn't take Miss Red's thunder. But anyway, he ended up, you know, trying to rekindle. Then I met a guy and... Just just different views on things. And then I met someone that was into ministry and that didn't work. Well, here I am now. And um, you guys have heard about my best friend that passed away, but you didn't hear about August. The latter part of July going into August. 
I remember just becoming just clueless to what was going on. I didn't understand. Like, I am working on me. But yet, guys are still approaching me and I don't want to be shut off. Like, I hear people say all the time, take time to yourself, you know, focus on you. I do. And these guys come approaching me. And it became frustrating because I'm just like, okay, where does this misperfect life come in and why am I not killing it? Like, why am I not conquering it? And my best friend said, I'm clueless to what you're talking about. And I said, why is it that every time I try to date, it don't last no more than a few weeks, a couple of hours, or even a month? And he said, well, as you know, your mouth. <laughs> and y'all heard my own mom say that. And, you know, I sat there trying to figure that out. And I can be very blunt. I can be very transparent. But I remember a pastor saying that you can speak truth with grace. And that's what I'm doing now. I wasn't doing that a year ago. Because I didn't know. Not that I didn't want to speak out. Not that I didn't have anything to say or it wasn't um, important to be heard. It was the way that I was delivering it. And even having a podcast and um, just having a platform, you begin to learn trial and error. And so I told my best friend, I did not understand that part, but I was going to take it on because it was a challenge. And I knew the only way that I could win is if I took on this challenge. So I began to tell him about Mr. May. Mr. June, and the recent July. And you guys, every single day, my best friend who have been in my life, and when I say he's my best friend, it's because we had ups and downs. It's because he knew me on a very personal level. He's been around me and my children. He's met my family. He's hung out with me. We spent holidays together. It was a great way to get a male's perspective about me that I needed to hear. And at first, I thought, he's not going to want to hear this. First thing he's going to tell me is be quiet, you know. And that's just the conversation we had. We would just bump heads. Um, like, we were brothers and sisters, like, for real. And I remember <laughs> standing in my window, looking at the cars passing by, listening to him on the other end of the phone. And he told me, you're going to have to take a back seat. You're going to have to let the man drive. You're going to have to stop accusing, assuming, and interrogating. The crazy thing, um, 
I did a podcast last August about um, my relationship where I was in an abusive relationship and the guy had put a gun in my mouth. And I remember him calling me and um, I remember him telling me in August, I listened to your podcast, a little triggering, (laughs) but I listened and it was good. And I said, um, I've been through a lot. And he said, I know. Sorry, you guys. I got to do this podcast, but I got to do it without breaking down. Um, He said, I know you've been through a lot. You're a really good person. You're going to meet the one. You will. And and it took me by surprise because (laughs) I really hear him talk like this. And you guys, um, for the whole entire month of August, every time me and my best friend got on the phone, he was pouring into me. He was telling me things that my girlfriends would tell me, but I was getting it from a guy. I was getting to hear it from a man who knew me on a very personal level. So I was able to listen to him. Many times I thought this is the weirdest thing because why is he talking to me like this? I didn't know that that would be the last time that me and my best friend talked. I didn't know that it was going to be the last time that I would be able to hear his voice the way that I did. But I hold on to every word that he told me. And I was encouraged. I was inspired. And it reminded me that although the seven months prior, although years prior, and all of the failed situations that I had went through, although they didn't work, although they didn't see me, Although that they didn't understand me and nobody took the time out to build with me, to understand me, to work with me, to be patient with me. That it didn't mean that it wouldn't happen one day. And I hold on to those words. I hold on to those words that my best friend, Basir, spoke to me. I remember he told me, Nisha, about one of the guys, he said, um, he wants to play games with you. He wants you to lead. And you know how that was when you were married. And I know you're not trying to go back there. 
He's thrown the ball in your court and he wants you to lead it. And that's what he's going to expect for you to do every time. He said, when a man knows what he wants, a man's going to go for what he wants. Man's not going to play these games. And when they do, you got to be able to recognize it and not be a participant. My best friend was leaving me with words that I never heard him speak to me. He told me that it was good that I was myself, that people should know that. Because me being me up front is a good thing. And he said, I love you. And I don't play about you. I'm a good person. And whoever is listening, you're a good person. I don't I don't find it to be a mistake that you're listening to me. Excuse the the heaviness right now, but um I get to hold on to those words and it's not quite been a year yet. And I miss him. You guys I wanna pick up the phone right now. And I wanna make a phone call to heaven. And I want to tell him that I've been a flicker to a flame and that I'm learning and that I'm progressing and that I'm being honest and that I'm not going to stand for just anything. That I've humbled myself and I've found myself in positions where I've taken the back seat. And that I'm so proud of me. Dating is scary. Dating is hell right now. If you turn on the TV, you already see how evil is playing out. So imagine trying to find a genuine, honest heart. It's not easy, my friend. But I'm not going to let go of my optimistic, honest, loving heart. Next week, I will be sharing with you another episode. And it's my last one. And I'm excited to do that with you guys. But thank you. Thank you for listening to the crackling in my voice and allowing my tears to flow on this segment. I've never lost a best friend and had to hold on to their words. But I thank God that he left me, not only with a a best friend who was just transparent, got on my last nerves and I think we probably fought like cats and dogs and you probably would have thought we could have been married. (laughs) But that's what love is. Find you someone 
that no matter how hard it is, they don't let go. It's okay if there's a space, a break, or a time, but they don't let go. And I sit and just amaze how my best friend refused, even when I was a firecracker. I ain't letting go of that girl. And I didn't let go of him. In honor of my best friend, Basir, I'm learning. And from a whole lot of other amazing men that are in my life, I'm learning. I'm learning what it looks like. And it feels good to just humble myself. It's hard, but I'm progressing. Remember, a fire just doesn't ignite. It always starts with the flicker. Signing out, Miss Red.